Hey everyone. Welcome to another episode of Rice Washed. We're actually going to do a little weekly checkup and see how our weeks were. So how was your week, Catherine? My week was good. What did I do? I worked. That was okay. <laughs> and then what did we do? We went for dinner. Yeah. That was delicious. Catherine is visiting me this weekend, which mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah. Um, there was a Fandango at the mall. We were just we just wanted to go get snacks. We just wanted snacks from TNT. TNT. Shout um, out. Shout out. Sponsor us, maybe. Yes, please. <laughs> um, but what happened? We were going to go and we were like, oh, there's a lot of police cars and everything is taped off. What is going on? I thought it was just like a robbery or something, honestly. I thought it was just like something subtle, but they like they put like yellow tape everywhere. Like all the entrances were blocked off. The train stations were blocked off. Oh, so we walked towards like the intersection, right? We, wa- yeah. we were walking towards the intersection and then we we still didn't know what was happening, but we saw people with rifles. The police people had rifles and we we're like, oh, <laughs> something's gone down. <laughs> what so is the, the team? So we crossed the street to like where most of the people were crowded and there are people with blankets and hopefully they're okay. Um, but I was like, my Chinese activated. <laughs> and I was trying to just like oh, listen to. Oh, because there were these two Asian ladies who were oh, walking by, yeah, yeah. kind of like talking, and I didn't. Well, because I don't know Chinese, but you, <laughs> your little antennas were. Listening. I was like, I was like <laughs> trying to listen in, but they were literally just saying that something was ongoing, and they just to- totally took out like what was actually happening. Happening, we're like, oh, dang. It. So then we, I think we went on our phones, and then we were trying to search it up, and then we heard, unfortunately, there were reports of gunshots and maybe a pipe bomb. But I think nothing really happened, which is good. No. I haven't really checked yet. Yeah, that I was yesterday. Since then. Um, so then we were craving bubble tea, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, let's we'll go. Let's we'll go get bubble tea." And we went to um, what's that place called? Good, good day, good time. Good day, good time. Yeah. We got our bubble tea, and then we're like, "Let's go back," because <laughs> we're nosy. <laughs> <laughs> so we went back, and we just sat like on like um, kind of close to like a park area, I guess. Yeah. And then we saw like all our friends, like all my friends were supposed to be on Instagram, stay away, stay away. And me and Catherine were just like, we're oh, here. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> we just like being where all the drama is. I was... just wanted to, I probably wanted my, um, what's it, faults in my personality. I love to know what's happening. He loves all the deets. He like, wants I'm to, super nosy. I love the tea. I, love I think the that's tea. just part of our culture. <laughs> I think honestly it's true. We're really nosy. Um, we got... We got bubble tea for the tea, mm-hmm. and we literally sat there, drank the whole thing, sat there for an extra ten minutes to wait if anything happened, and then we left because we we had to go back home and get ready for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh that was fun. Dinner was good. We got Korean barbecue. Oh, and we went to Chosen. Chosen. Thank you. It was it's delicious. So go, please sponsor us. <laughs> Anyone who wants to sponsor our please. podcast, please, <laughs> please consider us. We are funny. We are okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what are we talking about today? I need to talk about my week. Oh right, you first. <laughs> Why did you hate me? We had the same week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I worked this week. Um, I'm a teacher, so I taught all the kiddos. Um, something that happened that I thought was really funny um, was I was talking to some of my older students, um, and so I haven't taught them because they're all old, and I don't. I teach all the younger grades now, and they were saying. Um, oh we really missed your teaching i was like oh i really miss teaching you guys like you guys are like their their class is just because they're my first class i I think i'm always going to be fond of them um but like oh we miss you and one of my students i'm currently teaching went came into the class and um was like 
that she kind of overheard our conversation and my colleague asked that kid who I'm teaching right now oh how's Mr. Poon and he was like he yells at us a lot <laughs> and um, I just thought it was so funny because the older student was like he didn't yell at us that much I was like well because you guys were angels like honestly like just straight up angels when I taught you guys um, just like I mean, I've only been back for around a month, but like, just so many stories I get as a teacher now, and just the kids are hilarious, mm-hmm. hilarious, hilarious. Yes, I like hearing all your teaching stories <laughs> and how the kids are scared of <laughs> angry teacher Josh. <laughs> don't get on my bad side, and a lot of my friends have never seen me mad. No, I don't think. No, I, don't I think, think I get. Frustrated. I think I've seen frustration and like annoyed, but like full on mad. No, and I feel like that'd be terrifying. Don't test me. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. Okay. Now, what are we talking now, about this week? What are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to be talking about childhood, our childhoods and childhood trauma. It's going to be a juicy. Juicy. Spicy. Spi- Is that yeah, what they say these days? The kids are saying spicy. Um, yeet. <laughs> Did you say yeet? Uh, yeet. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, like, honestly, um, there's a lot. This could be many episodes. Like mm-hmm. trauma, it affects me every day in my life, and mm-hmm. it's as an adult kind of understanding where things come from is very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see how our personalities and just our little quirks have come from what happened in our childhood. And just like insecurities, like I think uh, we don't. I mean, we don't really talk about it much because we are very comfortable with each other. I think, right? Mm-hmm. But like, um, I mean, I talked a little bit about it when I was sharing a little bit about me last, like last episode. Just like I think. Um, high expectations, you know, are we're both second gen narration. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, but like, I think just a lot of like our parents sacrificed a lot to like come here, right? And I know my parents came around like when they were like my dad came when he was high school, and my mom came when she was like I finished high school. Um, but like, we grew up pretty poor, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, we only got by, mm-hmm. so. My mom, well, four kids. Mom, I don't know how you did it, but um, Kudos my to dad you, was one income family as a pastor, and pastors don't make a lot of money, and so that was difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely a lot of like commonalities for us in our childhood that we realized as we started talking about it, which we thought was kind of <laughs> like uh. we never, like we never talked about it. And I think I wonder if, like, when we were in high school, it just was nice not to talk about what we were going through like we didn't have to talk about it yeah but i remember like going to your place or when you came over i felt very comfortable because i understood mm-hmm. like what was going on and i kind of felt like okay this is like similar to my house yeah um so a little bit about childhoods and then we can kind of talk about how it affected us in high school and all that stuff yeah um you want to first yeah so my childhood i'd say i had a rather good childhood i was raised mainly by my mom um she basically a single mom raising me and my brother from philippines right from the philippines yeah she moved to the from the philippines to canada when she was i think in her late 30s so it was later yeah later in life she moved with her family and then yeah she raised me and my brother we grew up with i guess what do you call it a nanny almost it's really common in the philippines um or filipinos you'll bring family over from the philippines Mm -hmm to be kind of nannies for your kids so we were like raised yeah with my well my cousins raised us growing up wow yeah so a lot of my childhood i remember 
like hanging out with my cousins mostly mm-hmm. my mom would be home for like dinners and weekends and stuff but a lot of it was like my cousins yeah. that were raising us Prince Rupert. Yeah. Then we moved here. Victoria. Yeah. So you're not talking to Mike. I you missed all that. I will put captions. You can put captions there. Um. Okay. That's like my childhood was like. Okay, I was born and raised in Victoria in Canada, and so, like a lot of the like Asian culture was more of like we always hung out with our family. We always hung out with our cousins. Um, and so that was really evident, especially, so my grandma passed away a couple of weeks ago. And I think one of the biggest things was like how close my cousins are. And it's because of my family and my mom and my dad were like pushing us to be with our family, which is, I think such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like family is like super important in Asian cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess for me, I, um, I, I, I th- it's just so interesting hearing like, because our cultures are very different. So, like, Chinese culture and Filipino culture, although we're both from Asian communities, like, can be quite different, but it has very similar values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, family is definitely one that's similar. I feel like family is, like, it's, like, good and bad. I feel like I've heard yeah. a lot of... I, I have fortunate enough to, like, have a really loving and, like, blessed and caring family like for my cousins especially but i know that like sometimes family stigma and all that stuff is really tough for a lot of people mm-hmm. like i mean <laughs> let's talk about our first trauma <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> like coming from that i was just gonna say the family stigma there's this saying blood is thicker than water yeah and i think that's interesting because i think with asians you're kind of expected to always like love and be with your family even if they're toxic which is like yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's just you know, so interesting is that like we i have a lot of like caucasian friends who have a lot of family drama and like they don't talk to their family ever again mm-hmm. but i find that in a lot of asian cultures is you have to mm-hmm. like there's you cannot you can't get, get rid away. of them yeah okay? and, and in a way i think it's a lot of perseverance and a lot of like challenge and which i think is really good for you mm-hmm. but sometimes it's like i've heard of really toxic families and it's not the best right like you know so um yeah family is important i i think family is super important to mm-hmm. me like i think if something would happen i would drop everything and go home and definitely with them yeah right? and so yeah anyways and we have um, two two uh, kids coming into our family, two babies coming. Or well, no, no, wait, Phil and Winnie, what up? My one of my cousins had their their baby already. Congratulations! Congratulations! And my brother's expecting. No, my brother's wife is expecting in November. Very soon. So it's like super exciting. Like that kind of thing is so like precious for family, our family especially. Like just like taking care of each other, right? And seeing the next generation and i remember when my grandma passed it was such a huge thing to go grandma we got this because we're going to help you take care of the next ones right and so yeah family is just so important mm-hmm. um let's talk about trauma oh my gosh where do we start <laughs> um i don't know well we were talking about family so maybe a great segue is like body image oh no <laughs> so i have always had body ish- body image issues like, ever since I was a kid, and I and I think it's a mixture of like insecurities in terms of like like 
for example, grades were a huge thing for me. Like I had to do really well, or my mom would be very mad. Um, but I've always, I don't think I've ever thought of myself as skinny, mm. and which is like really sad. And I think for me, I'm not in a bad mindset for that anymore. I think it does affect me though, still. But like, I've always thought I was fat. I was always fat. And I'm like, even when we were looking at photos in the last episode, I'm like, I wasn't even that fat. No, like, you're not at all. You've never been fat. Okay. Let's go to university. That's when I got <laughs> thick with three it's Cs. It's freshman 15. No, freshman like 25. <laughs> <laughs> right? But like, it was just like my whole life, I've always had this issue with, like, maybe it's like body dysmorphia. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Like no matter what, like I, I don't exercise. I eat well. Well. Um... And I take care of my body, but I've never been content with my body. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Do you think? What made you think? What happened in your childhood that made you think that? (laughs) Um, I mean, there's a lot of things. And um, I mean, I think just like insecurities in terms of like making sure that I did well in school. Um, I was always known as the smart kid, even though I didn't really think I was. Um, really high expectations for my family. Um, my unfortunately, my mom would always comment on my weight. Like no matter how skinny we got or whatever, like you know, even like the little things where I would like nowadays I would go home and like she would say you got skinnier. Like just little comments about my weight, even though it makes me happy because I'm like oh yeah I got thinner, but it still kind of like it just kind of digs into that that like stigma. Yeah, because it's never. I feel like when they say it, it's never in like a tone that's like, oh, you got skinny. That's great. It's more like, oh, you lost weight. Like that's expected. Like yeah. you should look skinny. You're like, oh, good. You did it finally. <laughs> and okay, what was difficult? And I complained to my parents about it. You know this already, mom, dad. But like we grew up playing just music, like music, academics, nothing. We weren't allowed to do sports um, because we had to protect our piano hands. I don't even really play piano anymore. But, like, they wanted us to protect it. And, like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you want us to be skinny, but we can't do sports. Like, we can't mm. exercise. Mm-hmm. And so it was very, like, hypocritical for me. And, like, in the future, yes, my parents decided something. And, I mean, other factors was they were always so busy. They couldn't really take us out to sport things. But for me, it's, like, I would want my future kids and hopefully my nephew and nieces to do everything like do music go find play sports right and um i actually found that i'm actually very athletic like all my my brothers and i are very athletic and i was like man i think i would have thrived in high school mm-hmm. um but yeah this it's kind of been a long journey with body image mm-hmm. and um definitely have tried to switch the mindset of not getting skinnier but getting healthier i think it's important like yeah. you can look skinny but be so unhealthy. You can and be sh- super thin, but still be super unfit. Yeah. yeah. And, and vice versa, you can look a little bigger than normal, but be super healthy. Mm-hmm. It's just, or such different, I have big bones. I have big bones. Big no matter bones. what, I'll be thick in some way. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. How about you? Did you have any issues with like body image and stuff? Yes, definitely. I feel like it's the same with our moms and commenting just commenting on our bodies in general like it was for me it wasn't like just my weight like looking at pictures i wasn't i was never fat as a child i was actually quite thin but even growing up it was always about comments on like butt okay the comments about the butts like 
it was always like, oh, your butt's so big. <laughs> like, look at that butt. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, good now. I think it's crazy because I remember being young. I remember being eight or nine and like looking at myself and being like, am I fat? Mm. And like, I think about it now. And like, as an eight or nine year old thinking that, like. It's not something you should be thinking about. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Like, you should just be busy, like, playing with your friends and thinking about whatever eight or nine-year-olds think about, I don't know, toys and Um, (laughs) stuff. I I just realized, I just thought about it. I think one thing that also didn't help was that, so I was born in the year of the pig. And so my parents would always call me, like, jujai, which is, like, picky, pretty much. Yeah. And, I mean, pig, you usually think of fat, right? And so that didn't help. Mm. Um. But, like, now I'm an adult, I can see, like, when my, my dad calls me Juju, which is, like, picky, like, a little piglet, um, I think it's endearing now. Because yeah. I know my dad has never really been that person to comment on my weight and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I think, it's just a combination of, like, insecurities, and then it goes all the way till now. Like, it's so sad. Like, even though I know that I'm, like, probably the most fit I've ever been in my life, still, still to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have, like family members comment on your weight oh yeah i actually i was just gonna say i noticed it's only the females that come never the, the males yeah. they they could care less yeah they're just like oh hey but the females you walk into a room and you can just like tell they're judging you from the start and, okay, what's <laughs> so interesting is that my so my mom has always kind of commented on my weight and she doesn't do it as much anymore because we've had really good conversations about it and it's just it's just projecting, right? A lot of projecting. But um, my aunt's never did it. Interesting. So my mom has two siblings, two sisters. No, she has four siblings: two sisters, two brothers. Brothers were so chill. Like uncles are so chill, and her um, my aunts were so chill. So they never said anything about it. But also, you know, one aunt always came from kind of maybe because they were younger. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why. So they were a lot more open to things like that, and um. So luckily, I never really had that issue. Mm-hmm. However, food in the Poon, my my dad's side, and the Chan family is big. We eat a lot. Um, I eat a lot more than people think, um, but food is a big thing, and we always eat a lot of food, right? So um, I love my mom loves to provide for our family, and so she always makes a lot of meat. The good stuff. The good the pork, stuff. The pork belly. The the, the, the wealthy kind of thing, right? Yeah. It's all about getting meat way right back then, but um. We just ate a lot, and that didn't really help because it just kept growing this way. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew that – I know that it comes from a good place. Yeah, I know that it's more of like, you know, back then to look pretty, to look skinny, and to look healthy. But it's just – I think there's a point where you have to still tell your kids that they're, they're, they're pretty or beautiful or handsome, mm-hmm. even if they're bigger than you want. Yeah. Did you get, like, when you were a kid, did your parents often tell you that you were, like, handsome or, like, good-looking? Because I'm trying to think. I feel like... Is this opening like, of another... Very, very rarely. <laughs> another trauma. Very rarely was I called. Like, like the whole thing about saying, I love like, you. oh, you're so pretty. Like, oh I don't remember that. I don't think... Like, like, like so in, chi- in Chinese, Lang Zai is, like, handsome. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, as I got older, they started saying it more. And... Um, then now there's so much trauma. Like, just like we can have episodes talking about so many different things, mm-hmm. but like, it was just like one of those things where I think my mom and dad didn't want me to be prideful. 
You know, they didn't mm. want me to like think I was the best. They wanted so to keep your humility. Never said anything. Yeah. But the thing is, is like when you don't say anything, you just believe whatever you s- they say, right? So like, if my mom said I was fat, I just thought I was fat. That's the only thing we were told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, um, unfortunately, she always didn't really praise me in my efforts and t- academics or achievements, and so I always thought I was terrible. Uh, so it's just a terrible cycle of just that negativity, yeah. right? And but now as an adult, they say it, and I don't know how to take it. Yeah, like, that's true. I don't know how to respond. It just feels really weird. I don't. Yeah, it's just literally just like, Thank thanks. Thank you. <laughs> so even when I take compliments from other people, I find it really difficult. Mm-hmm. I find it easy to give people compliments, but yes. not take it. Yeah, that is interesting because I feel the same way. You're just like, oh, thanks. Now what? <laughs> and it's like it's like sad. Oh, it's so much trauma. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is gonna be episodes <laughs> worth. But like, it's just one of those things that's sad because. I had to learn that people, when they compliment you, even though I don't believe it, I might not, I actually usually think, oh, they're just being nice. Mm-hmm. But I had to, I had to learn how to go, you know what? Thank you. Like, you didn't have to come up to say that to me. Thank you for that compliment. Mm-hmm. And it took me years to, like, be comfortable with that mm-hmm. and, like, be like, oh, I actually did something right. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so popular. <laughs> yeah, it was difficult um, growing up in church, too. Um, cause there's a lot of aunties that commented on my weight, a lot of aunties. And, um, there's actually one time, I hope she doesn't watch this, but <laughs> <laughs> there's one time I was like, I think I probably was in university and I was like, probably after like therapy and all that stuff, we'll talk more about that kind of stuff later on. But I was like happiest in my life. I was going to work out with Sherry. Hi Sherry. Um, and I was like feeling really happy and fit and she remember she was like, you look a little fat and look nothing literally nothing else how you're doing how school nothing and i i literally said to her because i was so fed up that cause she kept doing that like not just once and i said if you don't have anything nice to say to me don't talk to me she has not talked to me since i told that to my parents they're like how can you do that I'm like this is why it's so toxic that's the thing yeah i feel like now to our generation is starting to stand up for themselves more like when i was a kid it was more like you don't talk back to your elders ever. You respect them. You listen to them. But now it's just like fed up. <laughs> so fed <laughs> Done up. Done with this so <laughs> much negativity. Trauma. So much trauma. Yeah. What time? Okay, we're at 24 minutes. Nice. I, okay, uh, just a little let you guys know. We are um, so new to all this. Um, if the microphone stops working <laughs> or if the video stops working or there's a lot of sound or like our... We're Weird just getting audio used to things. It. We're yeah. figuring it out. We're figuring it we out. We are a team of two. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just trying to figure things out. Um, let's look at my list here. But yeah, I, know th- I think there's just, it's just sad. It's just like one of those things where I can still see it in the kids these days. Like, and social media. Does not help. Does not help at, at all. all. Yeah. Like, I know actually a few years back, I went through a social media cleanse and I unfollowed all these Instagram accounts that made me feel bad about my body which i think really helped a lot yeah i recommend everyone do that yeah um i actually often tell my kids back in my day when we were in high school we just had phones to text yeah we didn't have they weren't these fancy smartphones yeah Yeah. and so we like we just like hung out and Mm -hmm. talked and I, f- I think, you know, I felt insecure in some aspects because of the things I was going through, but I cannot imagine if we had Instagram. No. That would have been even worse. Yeah, that would have been bad. 
I'm kind of grateful for that. Yeah. Now that I think I'm about it, that we that. didn't have all that growing up because like puberty in general is just very yeah, confusing and awkward. It's awkward. But yeah. then adding all that social media stuff to it is like. Oh, can't. I can't imagine. There's also another side to it where I feel like teens nowadays look way older than they, they do. They look so old. Like they look like they're 18. I'm like, you're, you're, you're 12. <laughs> You're 12. How? I'm thinking I'm at like this older brother complex where I'm like, why are you wearing that? No, stop, stop. Like, you know what I mean? I think just the Asian in me like, oh, stop, stop. Yeah. Like, they're, they're like little babies. Yeah, and little babies. And it's like, I mean, at my school, they were uniforms. So it's like not, hmm. I don't see as much, but like just like, you know, walking around the mall or like going around somewhere, you would see all these teenagers dressing up as like adults. And you're like, I mean, if we, if we put photos of us in middle school, Oh, that's not. We should it. find those. Oh no. <laughs> we should do a, we should do an episode about that. Okay. We just compare like our our outfits and stuff. Oh, but no. it's 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 very interesting. It's very different. That's for sure. Yeah. Um what other traumas do you want to talk about what today? What other traumas are there? There's so many. Hi guys. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share with friends. If you feel like it, give us a rating as well. We appreciate you all for tuning in. There's so many traumas. Oh, the um, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Parents saying "I love you." Oh, <laughs> so I personally don't. Maybe they said it, but I don't remember it <laughs> clearly. I don't. Yeah, I not at all. Okay, I've actually had conversations with my parents about it, and so I'm actually really glad that like I know my parents are quite strict back then and traditional in some ways, but we actually had a lot of conversations about it because I'm. I'm a lot more open and I want to ask them why they never said things like that. And, um, my, like, for example, my mom never told me she was proud of me. Like, I don't think I ever, don't ever remember hearing that as a kid. It was always like, you can do better, do better, do better. Um, and then I remember asking her and she's like, yeah, I did. I'm like, you did not. Like if you did, I would have remembered, right. Mm -hmm. Because it was such a crucial time. Um, but I remember for my last vocal jazz performance in university, she said, your song was my favorite. I'm so proud of you. I cried. Ugh. I bawled. One my of the eyes only out. times he's ever cried. <laughs> we talked about. One of the only few times. Uh, true. I don't cry often, um, especially anime and movies. I love watching sad anime. Hit me up. Hit me up if you want to watch mm -hmm. some sad anime. Um, but yeah, like even just the, the the like the praise. I think it was a similar to what we talked about how they didn't want me to be a prideful, but it's just like it's okay to tell your kids they're doing well because it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing even because there is a balance of doing well and doing not well. Mm -hmm. But if you just say the latter, the latter, latter, yeah. the negative ones, then that's all they're going to believe. Yeah. Yeah. The poor kid is just going to think they suck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <not> me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my, my parents actually, is, so my mom has always been, emotionally kind of closed off but also provider right so she's always willing to give us food mm -hmm. <laughs> and provide for our family and she's always like check asking us how we are um to some degree and that's another thing there's so much we could talk about about that but um she always kind of like gives hugs but like kind of awkward hugs but kind of cute it's kind of cute <laughs> in some ways but my dad has always been very to himself like he's very caring and very patient you know my dad um, but when I first moved here, he actually sent me a text saying, I love you. And I remember just like, 
that's so sweet. <laughs> He's zooming on that. That's really sweet. And it was like the first time I've heard it. And I think, I think you were mentioning earlier today, like um, when we got older, I think our parents started to. Yeah, they, when they kind of realized, oh, our kids are getting older. They're moving on. They're leaving us. <laughs> For me, like I said, I never heard it growing up ever. It was only until me and my brother started leaving the house where I guess my mom was like, oh. I guess they're growing up. Oh, I probably need going. to show some love and let them know that. It's interesting how it took that to get her to kind of click. It's like what's interesting to me is like this is probably just because this is how they were raised, right? Like mm-hmm. I I know th- my grandma was very hard on my mom and she was the oldest so she had to take care of the family. But I'm guessing my grandma never really said that to my mom, right? And I know my mom was really close to my grandpa, and he was very loving and caring. But I think that also adds on to that, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I mean, to be fair, if if we were in, like, the Philippines, or my parents are from Hong Kong, by the way, um, Hong Kong, like, I wonder if that was has stayed the same. Like, no mm-hmm. no love, no love yeah, at all. Like, but, but because we're in Canada, and we're very western i mean that's why it changed a lot of their per- their perception mm-hmm. i think like every time i visit my mom and leave i always tell her i love her and say bye and she's always like love you but like very like shy yeah but <laughs> like, i think she understands that like you can say it it's mm-hmm. like it's, it's okay it, to say it it's a way of expressing right and yeah yeah so but you know what i know that a lot of asian parents show love through their actions a lot definitely yeah Definitely more actions than verbal. And that I mean, I know that I I do find it easy to give encouragement to others, but I think a lot of it's actions too, mm-hmm. like to this day, right? Yeah. Okay, we got a thirty minute mark. Uh, okay. I just want to make sure we're checking the time. Yeah. <laughs> we're still figuring this out. Um, but yeah, I mean, for those who are struggling with their parents, I think you had to remember that they had to compl- like they had a upbringing too and unfortunately that's kind of how they show it right yeah it's tricky with like because i figure with our parents at least where they were from there wasn't a lot of help for them back then so it'd be hard for them to kind of get that help they need to get better yeah and i mean there's just there's just a stigma Mm -hmm. around mental health and um it just kind of affects how they act, right? And the things that they never got a chance to deal with, unfortunately, they projected onto us, right? And so uh, for those who are struggling out there, I think just be patient. And I think the more the more trust they have in you and when you become older and adults, they, they will have a little more um, respect and maturity towards you, right? And so as kids, I think we were treated that way because we're kids and we had to listen to them. But I think we both can say like we got older and they kind of saw that and they realized that we can talk about certain things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't be afraid to talk to your parents either about this stuff. Even if they shoo you away, (laughs) keep doing it. Yeah. Pester them. (laughs) Because I think because they're uncomfortable with it, but you need to, you need to learn how to be more comfortable with saying it too. Right. And one thing my dad told me that I thought was really, um, powerful because he never my dad never knew i was depressed until when i was in my 20s and he said i were really sorry for what happened and how we treated you 
but now it's your choice how you want to deal with it. It's your choice how you want to um, act on it. Mm-hmm. So I could be bitter. I could resent my parents if I wanted to, but that's not going to ha- do anything because then I'm going to continue it in the future generation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can do it. Break that cycle. We are here for you. Mm-hmm. Send us a DM. Yep. <laughs> Please. <laughs> hey guys, want more of our content? Head on over to our YouTube channel for a video version of this podcast. You might also get to see some bloopers and bonus videos. Make sure to subscribe. Thanks. Um, we want to play a game. We have a little game. Um, another trauma is language. <laughs> Growing up in Canada, it was difficult, especially in Victoria, um, to be... I mean, listening, I'm pretty fluent in Chinese, mm-hmm. but a lot of singing and stuff, I'm not quite... Yeah. You sound very fluent to me when I listen. <laughs> then again, I don't know Chinese, so it all sounds good to <laughs> I'm me. Fluent to the Filipino speaker. <laughs> what did you know? Tagaya? Tagalog. 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 Oh, Tagalog. I, I know one phrase. Tell me. Maligayang Pasko. What does that mean? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned it from uh, high school. Um, but yeah, so I just, I always found it difficult. Like, I think I'm apparently considered Chinese is pretty decent as somebody born in Canada mm-hmm. in Victoria. Because I know some of our friends who are Chinese don't know any or very, very little. Yeah. So compared to that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like I think um, like it's so interesting being a second generation because our friends' parents are second generation and I can speak to them in Chinese. Mm-hmm. But our friends don't know much Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of like language for you, like similar like i i am by no means fluent i can understand it to a point yeah there's a lot of slang that i don't know and if they start speaking really fast i get lost i can speak a little bit it's also very slow but if you like drop me off in the philippines and i had to get somewhere i would be okay i think i I, would survive like when (laughs) i went went to hong kong a couple years ago everything activated again it was so weird yeah um but what we wanted to do was we wanted to let me get my phone say Mm-hmm. Um, I, we wanted to play a game where we say something in our language and the other person has to guess what it is. I feel like, okay, so Tagalog is similar to Spanish and you took Spanish in high school, right? Yeah. So I feel like Josh might actually be able to get some of these. He has that advantage. Whereas for me, <laughs> I think when we, do when I we... get hints? <laughs> Can I get a lifeline? A lifeline? <laughs> Can I call a friend? Yeah. You know what we should do? We should like, and we're, I'm going to edit this video. I should just put like the, yeah, <laughs> that put thing the there. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to start with animals. Do you want to start first? Or you okay. Want to so and this is competition. <sighs> okay. My first animal is aso. Also, don't judge us on our pronunciation. Yeah, don't judge me. <laughs> we are not fluent. Okay. Say it again. Aso. A-S-O. It's an animal. It's an animal. Bird. Oh, do we get how many tries do we get? This one? Probably, yeah. Okay, bird. Dog. What? Yeah. Aso? Aso. Aso. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yes. Guy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um Pavovich. Guy? Guy. And cat. No, chicken. Oh, <laughs> no, I know. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, no. Okay. This one. Gagamba. Chicken. Spider. What? 
That's a an spider. insect. <laughs> How dare you? Okay. Oh, wait, no. I d- did you. Oh, I feel like I've heard this before. I already said it earlier. Oh, oh pig. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> got one point. Okay. Um, isda. What? Isda. Clearly, my Spanish is not helping. Isda? Uh, I-S-D-A. Please don't come for my spelling either. <laughs> this is just... Isda. Snake. Fish. <laughs> not the same. Okay. Op. What? Op. Op? Op. Oh my right. gosh. Bird. Is it type of bird? Oh, oh, it's a, okay. It's a duck. I was going to say duck. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I thought that was because it sounds like Appa in Avatar, which was a flying thing. <laughs> so I but thought. He's a bison. It's he's flying a though. <laughs> okay. Um, now we have colors, which is Wait, where I think. Wait, really? Do you have one more? Wait, did you do four? Animals? Oh, is that four? Okay, I have one more. She doesn't know the game. I can't count either. <laughs> Pusa. That, that also, sorry, what? Pusa. Gusa? Pusa. Pusa. Yeah. Pusa. Yeah. <laughs> Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. Last one for me. Gao. Oh. Cow? No. Oh, dog. Sounds <laughs> Cow? Cow? <laughs> okay, colors. I'll start first. Okay. Hong sick. Oh no. Green. Red. Ah, okay. <laughs> Azul. Blue. Yeah. Oh. Okay, this is where he's gonna get. Yes, it. This is where it's flashing. Okay. <laughs> Lam sick. Oh no. Yellow. Blue. <laughs> okay. Dilao. Yellow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. Um, look sick. The one thing about Chinese language I was so pissed off of is you cannot pronounce it. You had to memorize everything. But then Tagalog is written in English, right? Yeah. Anyways. It was sick. Purple. Green. I'm totally guessing. <laughs> um, Puti. Purple. White. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. Wong sick. Uh, red. Did you say that already? Yeah, you said it already. Yeah, okay. I have okay. one more. I have one more. What, you have one more? Oh. Um, verde. Green. Yes. <laughs> Spanish clutching. We shouldn't have done color. Yeah, I'm winning 4-1, just to let you know. Ah, Chinese cow. is hard. Okay, fruits. You can go ahead. Okay. Uh, sagging. What? Sagging. Orange. Banana. Oh, interesting. Banana. Okay. Pingo. Pingo. Oh no. There you go. Grapes. Apple. Uh, um, manzanas. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> the first one was banana. Yeah, so it's Dang not it. bananas. <laughs> Mango. Apple. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um is this the second one? Yeah, the second one. That was my second, yeah. Tan. Oh. Peach? 
Orange. Oh, I was going to say that, actually. Um, pack one. <laughs> this is so weird. Pear. Watermelon. Oh. <laughs> Taiji. Uh, what have I said already? You said apples, I oranges. Apple, orange, yeah. Taiji. 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 That is a. What other fruits are there? Is that a banana? No. What is Grapes. Oh, ah. Okay, I have one more. Ubas. What? Ubas? Like Uber? Ubas. <laughs> like a bus, a Uber bus? Ubas. What did you say so far? This one I had to Google. Because what did you say so far? Uh, bananas, apples, and watermelon. Grapes. Yeah. Yes. Ah. <laughs> okay, my last one. Saigua. This one sounds like a watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five two on the winner. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Um, Spanish clutch. Wait, do you remember that phrase I taught you in Chinese? <gasps> oh wait, no. There I were a couple. Jiaola. Jiaola, which is the town to go. Let's go. And then, oh, what was the other one? Leo Fei. Please ignore my pronunciation. Leo Fei means like you're fat. Trauma, trauma. And do you remember? I think I said it before. Yamagawa Oh, that's like, do you want to fight or something like that? No, are you kidding me? Oh, okay. What's the want to fight? I feel like you taught me that and I forgot it. Did I? Like fight remember. me or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. So I think I don't know. Oh, yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, that was really fun. Um, <laughs> please, we please forgive us on our pronunciation. We are not fluent. We are trying our best. I realize Chinese is very hard. <laughs> Chinese, <laughs> no, Chinese, there's like no way I would have so known. Tones, right? like, it's just like there's no way I would have known. Yeah. Anyways, no. um, we forgot to do this last time, but we actually have different social medias. Yeah, so we're we trying to talk about our own or for a podcast? For a podcast, it's just Rice Wash Podcast on everything. Instagram, YouTube. Maybe TikTok, we'll see. We'll Get see. into the TikTok scene, oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like we're so old I don't for know that. how to use TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then our own uh, Instagram, if you want to follow us, we'll just put them here. It's here, you can follow us here. Um, we also want to do a shout out to our friend Rosanna, our lovely friend who made our logo. Yeah, the time cute to logo. and dealt with all our suggestions and. <laughs> we thank you for you're that. The best. Yeah, so all like the logos, the little symbols and stuff on like the borders or whatever is all made from her. Mm-hmm. Um, so please check her out. She's amazing. Give her a follow. Give her a follow. Give her a shout out. Um, whatever the case is, this is her. We'll ask her which one she wants us to put up. But we'll put it right here. But um, yeah, thanks so much for joining us today. Mm, for our second episode. Second episode and um, wow. of many trauma episodes. Yeah, we only really covered like two. We covered two. It might have been scattered, but that's how our brain works. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, yep. thanks so much, everybody. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Josh here. We hope you enjoyed our second episode of Rice Washed. Make sure to follow us on our Instagrams. You can find me at J-M-K-P-O-O-N. 
You can find Catherine at C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-L-A-V-A. You can also find our friend Rosanna at R-O-S-A-D-O-L-L-E-R period A-R-T. We hope to see you there and we'll see you next week.